Hey guys, it's Danielle and welcome back to the podcast. This week we're gonna touch a little bit on what I talked about last week, but also discussing why you should not feel embarrassed about your mental health or going to therapy just in general. Because I feel like a lot of people are still very, like this is still a very touchy subject for so many of us and especially with our friends and our families and our own social groups in general. I think mental health, and especially when the subject of therapy comes up, it can come across as being uncomfortable, especially with those who haven't always made it feel like a normal topic to talk about or to bring up. Like there's some taboo thing around the word mental health or going to therapy. And even last week, I talked about how um, mental health is something that we were kind of brought up feeling ashamed of just simply by how uh, capitalism markets it to be or made it seem out to be with the monetization of the troubled teen industry and even on what the concept of therapy was associated with that it was something that and it still is associated with something that is negative when it's completely the opposite and now we know that and it's amazing that in this day and age in our society that we are able to transform our views so drastically that therapy something that was once deemed something for crazy people is now something more open and accepting that it's not for crazy people. It's for our health. Therapists are there to help us get better for our minds so our bodies can function and so we could just live happy little lives. Hey guys, it's Danielle and welcome back to the podcast. This week we're gonna touch a little bit on what I talked about last week but also discussing why you should not feel embarrassed about your mental health or going to therapy just in general. Because I feel like a lot of people are still very, like this is still a very touchy subject for so many of us and especially with our friends and our families and our own social groups in general. I think mental health and especially when the subject of therapy comes up, it can come across as being uncomfortable, especially with those who haven't always made it feel like a normal topic to talk about or to bring up. Like there's some taboo thing around the word mental health or going to therapy. And even last week I talked about how um, mental health is something that we were kind of brought up feeling ashamed of just simply by how uh, capitalism markets it to be or made it seem out to be with the monetization. So I have a lot of reasons why. Honestly, I feel like I could go on forever about why therapy is so important and why your mental health is nothing for you to be ashamed of and how, if anything, it's just how you were shaped to be brought up to be. But I narrowed it down to three main points that basically you could just kind of reassure yourself with if you are feeling a little bit like, you know what, this is like, if you need like a little boost into like, why am I even doing this? Why, like, why am I getting better? I'm not seeing any change. It's a roller coaster, first of all. I want to start off by saying this. Your mental health journey and you getting better, it's going to be a roller coaster with tons of ups, tons of lows, and everything in between. So the way you measure your, you getting better, it isn't going to be, it's not going to be like, okay, I'm doing better, better, better. Oop, I tanked. I must be a failure. And then going, reverting back to old ways and feeling like, you know, there's no help for yourself. No, it's a roller coaster. But I feel bad about thinking this about this person or saying this, that this person made me feel this way, or even just reacting a certain way to a person or thinking or feeling a certain way about a situation regarding someone it's like there's so many things about our mental health I think can be so confusing but I just want to make a little reminder that it's okay 
we're all learning through it. And just because you haven't experienced it or felt this before doesn't mean it's wrong. It just means you haven't learned how to work through it yet. Going to therapy and prioritizing your mental health is important because it's part of your basic health. It's part of you being healthy and living a healthy lifestyle. Our minds are a part of our body. That is that we need to keep healthy just as important as it is to keep our gut healthy, our brain healthy. I mean, duh, I just said that. Our gut healthy, our skin healthy, and our bones healthy. Our mind, our neurological mind is needs to be kept as healthy, just as equal. And therapy is just another way to go to a doctor and help, have them help us be healthy. And in a sense, that's how we can learn how to practice healthy habits in our day-to-day life in learning how to feel through those emotions and talk about them in a healthy way. Suppressing our mental health has physical effects. I'm sure we've seen that before in terms of when we're feeling stressed, maybe you're not feeling as hungry or maybe you're feeling overly hungry. It's a trigger. Food is a way that we can cope with what's going on around us. And even if, or if you're stressed too, you have a headache, your neck hurts, you're stiff. Like there are physical ways our body holds on to these emotions that aren't worked through because that's how we learn how to suppress. We learn how to store it in our body. And I think it's really interesting too. You guys can all definitely look this up. But even during the massages, some people do start to cry because the triggers in our bodies are being held. And when we are being massaged, it's allowing that release, that relaxation of those emotions. And when we feel those trigger points, like, you know, like when you're getting a massage and they really hit like a sweet spot, that could be a place that could like trigger an emotion. And like that could cause a lot of tearing up and just a lot of um, like things coming up, physical effects coming up in your body that show towards you haven't been able to work through emotions or you haven't been able to like cry it out or let yourself just be sad and release all this tension built up within you. All right, so the next point is talking through your emotions can help you learn how to discover more of yourself. And by that, I mean when you begin to work through your emotions, when you begin to learn more about yourself and the way you process emotions in terms of the way you start to feel, your triggers, the way you begin to talk about your emotions even and understand yourself and how and the way your body emotes. You're able to learn those things about yourself and to see how those shape you in day-to-day and even social situations. And it enables you to show self-compassion towards yourself in a sense of when something's stressing you out, you know how to handle yourself. You know how to be compassionate and how to give yourself that room, that grace to be kinder to yourself and help you get through that situation. Because for me, when I was first learning how to work through my own emotions, I journaled a lot and I had and I did a lot of shadow work and inner child healing to really understand myself better and what I wanted to learn from my emotions and how I can learn to process them in a healthy way. Because as I've said many times before, I've suppressed my emotions my entire life. So unlearning that and relearning how to rewire my brain in a healthy way to process my emotions enabled me to learn more about myself and why I suppressed those emotions the way I did and why I felt like I continued or and why I've continuously felt like I had to keep doing that in order to keep myself safe. 
and just kept asking myself why and what and narrowing down those questions until I finally got to a solution. Not only helped me learn how to process my emotions better, but also allowed me to understand myself more and to understand what triggers me, what calms me down, what makes me happy, how I can make myself happy when I'm feeling low or what I can tell myself in that moment if I need a little boost then. It's not permanent, but just little things that you start to learn about yourself that make it easier to learn your emotions through it. And my third point is emoting is being human. I said a little bit in the beginning, but feeling through your emotions is part of the human experience. It's how we learn how to empathize with one another. Because when we go through our emotions, when we experience emotions, we are in a sense learning about that emotion and about that situation and how it affected us. And why our body is learning to process this emotion and reacting to the situation in this way. And this is just how we learn how to empathize with one another. Take the instance of losing a loved one in your situation or going through a heartbreak. You feel that sadness and you feel those emotions and you're learning how to work through that grief within yourself because this is your experience of losing someone. Even if this is your first loss or your first heartbreak, you still feel that pain and it's a new pain to you, but you're learning how to go through it. And let's say... You have a friend in like a year or so that goes through a heartbreak or loses someone. You know what your experience was like in losing a person or going through a heartbreak yourself. You know what you felt and you know what got you through it at the end of the day. Therefore, you can know how to empathize with this person. Not because you know exactly what they're going through because you experienced it the exact same way they did. Even if that's true, we experience emotions differently. So you had your experience understanding it and working through it. And you can therefore empathize with your friend now who's going through their own journey and learning through this emotion themselves. But it's because of what you went through that you could be that person to be there for them when they're going through it themselves. Not because you're there to tell them what to do or to to go through that lesson for them, but because you are adding to their experience and saying that, hey, it's okay. You're not alone. I went through this too. This is how I felt. This is what got me through it. And they could either take that information and see if it works for them or simply just in knowing that they are not alone in feeling this way or that other people go through this too is enough to help them get through it and to learn through it in their own way. So when we don't let ourselves feel through these emotions by going to therapy or journaling or working through your mental health on your own, you're negating yourself from this human experience of emotion. And in a sense, you're kind of isolating yourself from like not letting yourself empathize or learning how or having a new experience that in a sense can help you be more empathetic to another person. That's how we all connect to one another. I think, okay, I don't know if you guys ever um, experienced someone in your life who shows, like, zero emotion. It's weird as fuck. Like, it's like a little robot. In fact, I think robots have, in, like, shows have shown more empathy than some people sometimes, it feels. Um, Just because it's weird. It's so weird when you talk to someone who's never experienced sadness or grief or pretends like they haven't. Like, it's very lonely talking to those people. And I say lonely in in that way because... A lot of people in my family have 
not shown emotion. They almost show it as a symbol of shame to emote. And like emotion in the sense of like the negative ones. Sadness, anger, not so much happiness. But either way, it's an uncomfortable situation because you're feeling this confusion. You're feeling this confusion and you're feeling this negative negativity in your body that you want to cry or you want to let it out but maybe you don't know understand why it doesn't feel safe to you and it's not familiar because other people around you have not shown that or or it hasn't been met in a positive way and when someone does show that side of them not because those are negative emotions to experience but because to understand those emotions and to understand the negative with the positive you have to understand that it's just part of life. It's just the balance that we experience. We experience anger just as we experience joy. And it's nothing to be ashamed of. We all go through hardships and we all experience lessons at different parts of our life. Some experience more joyous occasions earlier on. Some don't. It's a mishmash, but it's a balance. Because with the bad, we have to trust that there's the good and vice versa. And learning how to emote as a human allows you to know, understand within yourself that you can get through these moments of bad with the hope that there will be moments of good and finding the good even with the bad. As crazy as that sounds, but I promise you it does happen. Even when I look back on my own experience and sense of when someone asks me if I have any regrets or if I, do I regret doing this thing, I honestly don't have to say no. I don't regret things. Because even in situations where I've been like, you know what, I shouldn't have done that or like I could have done that better, I didn't know any better at that time. And even at the time if I had like a gut feeling that's like maybe this isn't the best, I still made the decision with the best knowledge I had at that time and I'm not going to take that experience away from me just because in retrospect, I could have done better, done it better or handled it smarter. At the time, I did the best I fucking could with what I did, with what I had, and why I did it. And in the end, I learned through it. It was a learning experience because if I didn't do it, I wouldn't have known and I would have just wondered about it. I could have just daydreamed about it, but instead I got myself the answer and I'm able to move on and move forward and share my story with other people around me so they don't have to go through it or they can learn from my own story. It's kind of why I'm doing this podcast. It's what I've done and haven't did, or it's what I've done that helped me get to a healthier place for myself and be happier in who I am as a person and trying to find myself along the way and realizing, you know what, I'm being way too fucking hard on myself in terms of regret and how much I regret doing or not doing something when I really should just be grateful I had the experience and I allowed myself the area to learn and the opportunity to just fucking do it. So... Be nicer to yourself is basically the bottom line of that, is showing self-compassion, especially when you're first learning how to work through these emotions, and especially in therapy. And if you're not in therapy or you're interested in going to therapy, all a therapist does is listen. They listen and they are as involved or not as involved as you want them to be. It's all about you in therapy, and that's kind of fucking great. This is one of my points, but this is just like a side topic. Therapists make it all about you and they're all be and they're always going to be on your side for your best intent. 
Because one, you're paying them to do it. And two, that's what therapy's intent is. It's to help you get better so you could start feeling better about yourself. Emotions are nothing we should be ashamed of feeling or experiencing because it's just part of who we are as human beings. Human beings cry, laugh, get angry, want to punch things, want to make silly jokes. It's part of who we are. And that's just how it is. That's just how it should be. And it's so fucked up. And I know it's because of capitalism and the fucking patriarchy, which I kind of talked about before. But that being sensitive and having emotions is feminine and it's considered weak and yada, 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 all that fucking bullshit. But it's literally part of being human. When someone says you're too sensitive, they're just negating their own needs and that, and saying that your negative emotion be, that they triggered made them uncomfortable. So instead of taking accountability and learning about self-awareness and how they contributed to that situation, they're just going to put the blame on you and completely take zero accountability in that. If someone's trying to make fun of you or, make you, or trying to make you feel less than for going to therapy to get healthy or to make yourself healthier, fuck off. That's a bad person in your life and you don't need that shit. You don't need that negativity. And I always like to say, like, if you ever need, you don't owe anyone an explanation, first of all, as to why you're going to therapy or why you want to better your mental health or even saying what you're talking about in therapy. That's only between you and your therapist. And you're allowed to share as much or as little about that as you want with anyone else. It's totally acceptable to say, hey, I'm not comfortable talking about that right now. And saying right now, I think always helps because it always opens, because then it insinuates that you're not ready yet, but maybe one day you'll open up to, you'll, you'll be ready to open up to this person. Even if you don't, it kind of softens the blow of just them being like, no, I don't want to talk about it. It's like a less harsh boundary, I guess you could say. So even just saying like, it makes me feel better or something as simple as just, I like it, dude. It just helps me get things off my chest and makes me feel like I'm in a good place to do that in. You don't owe anyone an explanation, but if you do, it could, it is as simple as just wanting to be healthy because that's all it is. You're getting your mind healthy. And if people are too good for suppressing their emotions, they'll get there one day. They'll get to their breaking point or they will probably end up with some sort of coping mechanism to make them feel numb. Whether it's drinking, smoking, gambling, shopping, sleeping, eating, whatever the fuck it is. We all have a vice I feel like we go to or we fall into that we use as a replacement to suppress these emotions. And when we begin to identify what these substances are, because it's not always like like drugs or alcohol, like we... I think those are like the two that everyone thinks are the best vices, I guess, for coping. But food is a vice. Money is a vice. Shopping is a vice. There's so many things that we use to cope and to escape our emotions. Work included. Work is absolutely a way people feel numb. Or, or work is absolutely a way to help us feel numb so we don't have to feel through our emotions. I'm guilty of using work as that. My parents are guilty of it. And so many people are because we are, per, it's perceived to us that it's, that you want to be that. And it goes hand in hand with like that hustle culture and the positive, like how, just the light of what that looks like and that when you hustle, you're more successful. But hustling is just as bad for us as drinking too much or eating too much. 
It's an excess and we don't give balance to ourselves. We don't give ourselves balance to rest, to have fun. If we're constantly on that overdrive 24 seven of having it, even if it elicits money anyways. So if you're looking to go to therapy or you're in therapy, I'm so proud of you. I'm so proud of you because it's hard. It is. It takes a lot of time and dedication and there's so many, in fact, most time, most weeks, excuse me, when I'm in therapy, I almost cancel my session every fucking week because I feel emotionally drained from talking about it or I'm scared to talk about it again. But it just shows me how much I'm willing to work through it now. And it kind of helps me identify why I'm scared to talk about it and why I'm feeling these blocks and opening up. Because after therapy, I feel so much better. And because I was able to work through those emotions. And when I go in with these blocks, it's my way of reminding myself that, yes, I'm feeling stuck. And me wanting to quit is a way for me to avoid feeling this. It also reminds me that this is an area I still need to work on. And that's why I keep going. Because when I feel that need like, oh, I don't really feel good this week. I want to cancel. I know that's when I need to go the most. Because that is when I'm feeling too stuck within myself to work through those issues on my own. That I need further guidance, further support in bettering myself. So I could be a healthy, positive person for myself and the people I love in my life. When we go to therapy, we're not only doing it for ourselves, but we're doing it for the better of other people in our life and other relationships, other positive relationships. Because when you're a healthy, positive person, you create a healthy, positive space in your own mind, you're going to attract people that are good for you. And you're going to be a better person for those in your life that are going to stay in your life. And it's an all or nothing thing. Remind you. Remind yourself this. If you are doing the work for yourself, you can only be a better person for those you care about. But it is not your duty to be the one to repair yourself, to repair the relationship. Relationships are always a two-way streak. And as much as you could give yourself 100% and be the perfect, healthiest version of yourself, if the other person isn't willing to change as well, your relationship isn't going to be balanced. And then you got to leave being the best version of yourself that you could fucking be. Okay? But I'm going to cut the episode here, guys. And I just want to give one more shout out that if you are looking to go to therapy or you're still like on the fence that, hey, maybe this is for me. I don't know. Or you're just starting to feel like, you know what? I'm starting to want to better my mental health, but maybe I'm not ready for therapy yet. There are so many things you could already begin to do before you make that commitment. It took me a long time to go to therapy before I actually made the jump and just fucking did it. Like I was still wanting to better my mental health and I was still doing things like journaling and and, um, shadow work and meditating. But it took me a, a couple of months actually before I made that leap into actually getting a therapist for for myself and starting to go to therapy. So in the meantime, that's actually why I wanted to create this podcast and podcasts were huge for me when I was first starting to learn more about myself and my emotions. And I loved hearing others speak about their experience and just make and hear their stories and make me understand that I'm not alone in feeling this way or thinking this way. So therefore I don't have any need to feel guilty or to doubt myself and doubt my own experiences.
So if anything I said like this resonates with you and you like this podcast, please give me a five-star review. I also just want to set a little bit reminder that I am not a licensed therapist or anything like that. These are just my personal experiences and my tips that I've learned myself when I was going through it that I wanted to share with other people because I found like they were so beneficial to me and making me feel less alone and bettering my own mental health journey. And I want to be able to share that with a larger group of people who are starting to feel a little bit alone and they don't want to bother the ones they love with their emotions because that's how I felt. I felt very alone when I was working through it, not because anyone I love made me feel that way, but because I never learned how to go through this before and doing it with people I love made me feel like I don't want to be rejected by them because I'm too emotional is literally how I felt. So going to podcasts, going, doing shadow work on my own and learning about how I could start being a better human for me were my first steps and how I began to look at myself differently and to build my self-confidence. So I love you all so fucking much. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating. And if you want to see any more topics or you have any feedback about it, please DM me or leave me a comment in the description. Uh, I'm following me on all my socials. They're all going to be tagged below in the description as well. And if you're interested in booking a one-on-one session with me, my email is going to be linked below. I'm currently offering free 15-minute consultations right now. And yeah, that's going to be it for this week, guys. I love you all so much, and I have hope you all have an amazing fucking week. You are all so beautiful and amazing little souls, and you all deserve to be happy and enjoy what makes life so fucking beautiful. And as cheesy as this sounds, I don't give a shit. That's just how I feel about life. So, all right, y'all. I'll talk to y'all next week. Remember, life is easy, breezy, and beautiful, and so are you. I hope you all have an amazing week. Bye.